0: Cause I can feel you breathe, washing all of me, and suddenly I'm out to you. Devin? Wrong breathe.
1: Hello! Welcome to Tay 2 Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order.
0: I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Both of Us by
1: B.O.B. And today, we are discussing the song Breathe from Fearless, which is our final B song wow. in this journey. Our second
0: letter done,
1: done, crushed, crushing it.
0: Also, it's our first song from
1: Fearless. Yeah, which finally. is finally, which is a better stat. That's a good.
0: It's pretty interesting that we got through how many songs twenty something. Yeah, this we is had number it twenty. To fearless. Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting yeah. alphabetically. We still have not gotten a rep song.
1: Exactly, which will be our first C song. Oh, what a tease! Call it what you want. I love that song. Ah, <sighs> so good. Breathe is the seventh track on Fearless.
0: Fearless was released on November 11th, 2008, and this song was co-written by Kobe Calais.
1: Taylor has only played this song live once as one of her special songs that she would play on the Reputation Tour at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami in 2018. Ooh,
0: only once. Only once. So interesting.
1: Very interesting.
0: And especially that it wasn't on the Fearless Tour set list.
1: Right. One of the only songs from the album that wasn't on it.
0: My theory is that maybe it was too sad of a song for her. She felt it too deeply to play it. Could be. Oh, during the Could tour. be.
1: She recorded it and then afterwards was like, I don't know if I can play this live. Maybe. And then it took her a couple of years to finally be able to feel like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And then she's only played it once, which is crazy.
0: Interesting.
1: Very interesting.
0: Breathe peaked at 87 on the Billboard Hot 100. Interesting. What do you think about this song, Dev.
1: You know, Fearless is a relatively new album for me mm-hmm. in the world of Taylor Swift. As I've said before, 1989 was kind of my intro into her and then uh, Lover and now Folklore and Evermore, which also like crazy that this episode is coming out and she has a whole new album out right now with it. So I mean, crazy. it's just so good. Yeah. So... A lot of these songs on Fearless I still haven't really listened to too many times, and this is one that I am still kind of figuring out how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. It is interesting because I'm typically drawn to Taylor's ballads instead of her more poppy, boppy songs. Mm -hmm. And this one, though, is a little lackluster for me. I don't really know exactly why, and I can't really pinpoint why I feel that way about this song. Because, you know, she sounds great on it. Mm-hmm. Her lyrics are great and heartbreaking. I think that's just a little mundane. That might be the word I'm looking for. Interesting. That it doesn't really scream like, I want to listen to this song. It doesn't get, there's no point in the song where I'm like, I get that wow factor. Mm. like From like, all too well. or. The I think mo- you know. pinned
0: the word perfectly, lackluster. I lackluster. think is exactly what you're describing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: I guess it's. It's not that it's a bad song. Mm. It's not that it's boring or whatever, but it's just, it, it's lacking for me in the sense of like Taylor has written so many other better songs. Mm. You know? i agree with that. And here, you know, the chorus, which usually I am a fan of in the bridge, like they're kind of eh. Mm. Also Colby Clay's voice puts me to sleep.
0: <laughs> She's very soothing. Yeah, very say. soothing
1: voice. So whenever I, whenever she starts singing on this song, I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. Don't, don't listen to this while you're driving, Devin. <laughs>
0: Good thing you haven't been driving recently. <laughs> yeah. What
1: about you? What do you think?
0: I actually feel very similarly. I think this song is like really beautiful. I think it's heartbreaking and I think it's well written, but there's something in it that's lacking a little for yeah. me. And maybe it's just because it is a little bit early songwriting for her. And if she redid it today, it would have something more dynamic to it. Maybe. Because mm. like on face value, I think it's a good song. Like I think the lyrics are good and I feel it. And I know it's a tough subject for her and it's a tough subject for a lot of people. But something about it I do feel like is maybe a little boring. Mm. And I know that's like I feel like a taboo word. Or it's like too soothing, which is kind of what you said. Yeah. with like Kobe Kelly's harmonies. It has a lot of like lyrical gems in it. And I find it relatable as it's written about, you know, heartbreak and the loss of a close friendship. So I definitely can relate to that. But I think that something about it is just like a little too slow, maybe. I will say, though, this is our first Taylor 2 a.m. reference.
1: Oh, that's um, right. Which yeah. is, like,
0: I think a pretty big deal. The line is, it's 2 a.m. feeling like I just lost a friend. Any Swifty knows Taylor is a pretty big fan of the 2 a.m. hour. <laughs> <laughs> and as she got older, it became very prevalent in her lyrics. And it's our first Tay to Z 2 a.m. reference. I want to let you all know we're going to be counting other 2 a.m. references as we go through the alphabet. So we'll let you know where we are on the 2 a.m. counter. As we come across it. Alphabetically. Another thing that's interesting about this song is no matter how many times I've heard it, and a little bit less now, but when I think about this song... I can't picture it in my head until I put it on. Hmm. Um, I think because there's other songs called Breathe.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's true. That
0: I know more, yeah, maybe? Yeah,
1: Faith Hill's song Breathe is like the first one. That yeah, comes
0: to- that comes to my mind. And then there's this song that was, um I know it from the Grey's Anatomy soundtrack back in the day. I think hmm. it came out in like 2005, 2007, something like that. And the song is literally called Breathe 2AM. Hmm. So... I find that interesting. I really liked that song. Maybe other people know it because it was pretty big in the like kind of like Grey's Anatomy world, Light FM kind of world. And I think it's interesting because we know Taylor is a big fan of Grey's Anatomy and she's never said anything, but it could be that that song inspired this song in a way. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that Faith Hill's Breathe is a much better breathe than this Breathe. Mm -hmm. Also, it's one of Faith Hill's biggest hits. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a humongo hit.
0: Yeah, I think just like given the other breathes and then in the light of Taylor's discography, this song just isn't high up for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I know a lot of fans love this song. Which is wonderful, as
1: as you should.
0: These are just our
1: Mm -hmm. opinions. How we feel about it, yeah.
0: Dev, do you relate to this song?
1: Not really. (laughs) And maybe that's another reason why I am not drawn to it. This song is about losing a friendship. So many of my friendships have kind of uh, over the years dissipated naturally. Mm. And there was never, I've never had one where it was like, I am no longer friends with you. I refuse to talk to you anymore and then feel really horrible afterward. Or that I've like lost something huge in my life. Mm. So many of my friends as an actor come from doing shows regionally in in the summer and whenever I do a show you know you grow close to a couple of people on that contract Mm -hmm. to spend the time with them while you're there and then usually you go your separate ways at the end and you meet up in New York every once in a while or you see each other at auditions or whatever but you kind of just like grow apart then sometimes there are a couple of people who I've met on contracts who are now going to be my lifelong friends who are really important in my life. Yeah. But for the most part, and even with high school friends, college friends, like, I've just kind of grown apart, and there's no there's no bad feelings mm-hmm. between, I don't think, anybody, really, mm-hmm. um, when it comes to who I was friends with. It's just, you know, life happens, and as she says, people are people, and, yeah. you know, people can change. Sometimes and, it doesn't work out. Yeah. So... I don't think I've ever had a moment where I've, like, had to drive home after a friend breakup and feel like I have to, you know, spend a couple of days crying or whatever. Interesting. How about you? Can you relate?
0: Well, I feel like, and I, I don't want to say this um, as a generality, but part of me feels like it might be more of a female friendship type thing. But I might be wrong about that. And listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong about that. But just there's something about that kind of friendship and losing it maybe that's different. Mm Because I feel like I definitely have experienced it and can relate to the song. And I think most of my friends have had an experience like it too. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because it's like it feels very common and very prevalent to me. Okay. I don't know. I feel this song like pretty deeply. I think that like often friendship breakups can be more difficult than romantic breakups in a lot of ways because it's like harder to place blame or be angry with the person and it's not the same kind of way where you're like, oh, well, like, we're not going to get married and have a future together so let's just like, you know, break up. Like, Mm -hmm. there's like kind of like a difference with a friend breakup because it's more of like a choice or a falling out. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like something happens which is different than like kind of what you were talking about of just like growing distant from Mm -hmm. people which I think is common too. Yeah, I think that like, it's usually just really sad and hard and that Taylor captures that hurt and that sadness well in this song. And maybe that's why the song is kind of slow or soothing. Cause it's just like a lot of sadness. Mm. Like, I feel like anger is a more interesting emotion when you write a song. So mm. maybe sadness isn't, but I guess that's probably false. Cause like on evermore, I really like the sad songs. <laughs> I think, so yeah, I think Taylor really gets it. And I think it's like pretty relatable, especially when you're kind of a younger going through like high school, college, These kinds of things happen. Mm -hmm. I also feel like listening to this song that it can also apply to romantic breakups as well, Um, even though it's not why Taylor wrote it. Where you kind of saw that person who was your partner as your friend, maybe your friend first, or Mm -hmm. maybe you were friends in the relationship. Because, you know, there comes a point where you form a friendship with the person who you're dating too, where you like to also hang out with them, not just be their partner and I really relate to that line. It's 2 a.m. feeling like I just lost a friend in that regard. Because sometimes the hardest part of a romantic breakup is losing the friendship that you mm-hmm. had with that partner. Mm-hmm. Like, the person that you actually just like to hang out with, even if it wasn't romantic. Yeah, so I just think it's a all-around kind of sad and tough subject material. Mm-hmm. And I think she captures it well, but it's not my favorite song.
1: Yeah. And now we get to the segment of... Gossip.
0: In regards to collaborating with Colby Calais, Taylor said she loved Calais' album Coco and her songwriting, and she contacted Calais' management to ask if they could write a song together, and Colby happened to be in Nashville shortly after that call, and that's exactly what they did. Mm. Um, it's just another example of Taylor reaching out to artists she admires to collaborate, which is just mm. like... Go, Taylor. Like, way to be proactive.
1: Every single one. So good.
0: It's So good. Um, a lot of people might know Colby Colay from her big hit, Bubbly, where it's like, it starts in my toes, makes me wake mm-hmm. in my nose. That's kind of was her biggest song. Um, she, I think, has a... Oh, she also had um, that song with Jason Mraz, Lucky. Oh, yeah. That was another really big hit. And so she's got kind of like that cute, like uh, like, kind of like speechy, melodic, folky vibe. The hidden message in this song is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Which also comes into the song lyrically right at the end. Mm. It ends with Taylor just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So obviously we can gather that she's sorry about this and she feels bad about this. Mm. Um, About the song, Taylor's quoted saying, it's a song about having to say goodbye to somebody, but it never blames anybody. Sometimes that's the most difficult part. When it's nobody's fault. Yeah. And I like really feel that line. Sometimes it's not anybody's fault and things just happen and people just aren't meant to continue to say friends and... It's hard to face and it's hard to come to terms with. Yeah. And I think she like really gets that here. From the fearless opening letter in the liner notes of the CD, Taylor says as one part, fearless is having the courage to say goodbye to someone who only hurts you even if you can't breathe without them. Mm -hmm. Which I think I like just the idea of breath and that idea of like, not being able to breathe with someone, someone who's so comfortable with you that like a part of you is missing when you lose them. Mm. I feel like that's kind of what that says. Some people believe this song is about Emily Poe, who was Taylor's first fiddle player in the pre-Fearless era. So in the Taylor Swift era and like when mm. she's doing the country circuit, who left the band to go to law school. Interesting. Um, so some people believe it's about her. Yeah. Devin, what's your favorite
1: line in the song? My favorite line is never wanted this, never want to see you hurt every little bump in the road I tried to swerve, Mm. which is something that I can relate to in the sense of I am always trying to be a people pleaser and everything. And that means that if I see something that somebody else like if there's something that's coming up or like there's a problem or like I feel like there, this could be bad or whatever like I take care of it and I fix it before like it ever becomes an issue or whatever mm-hmm. you know with friends and, and and stuff and every little bump in the road I try to swerve is it's a great image for me because like that's kind of how I feel in life like interesting I try to make sure that everybody's happy avoid, w- avoid this avoid that because I don't want to hurt anybody, you know? I, I really think that that line is, uh, is pretty poignant. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: My favorite line is, people are people and sometimes we change our minds, but it's killing me to see you go after all this time. You know, sometimes even though it might be the right decision or the right move, it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Sure. And so I, I think that that line really just captures that, is that, you know, sometimes people change, they grow, but it still can be really painful, those growing pains and growing apart from people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Gab on a rating of one to ten. I'm sorry. Is oh god. Sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry for that.
1: Definitely had run my rating before, guys. What are you gonna give this one?
0: Um, I'm gonna give this song five. I'm sorry. Okay. I like the song. I think it's well written. I like the message behind it, what it's about. I like the lyrics isolated. It's just not my favorite, and it's what you kind of said—a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. Sorry to big fans of Breathe. Yeah, so five I feel like is right in the middle, nice and steady. Sure. What about you? How many I'm Sorry's do you give this song?
1: I'm going to give this four. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. It It's a song that I never really um, think about to play, <laughs> you know? Mm. I kind of just forget that it's in her canon and her discography, so... I think that kind of just, like, says it all for me, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yeah. There. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at to podcast and give us your thoughts. Are you outraged that we don't like this song? Mm. Is this your favorite song? Have you been through a tough friend thing and want to talk about it? Yeah. We're here. You can also please follow and subscribe to us wherever you receive your podcasts, and if you have time to write a review I'm on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Next episode is something a little different.
0: Yay! We're going
1: to be doing a Christmas special. Woo woo woo! Which is where we'll be covering all of Taylor's three original Christmas songs.
0: Yes! Very exciting. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tate Z. See you next time.